0: Not yet, my friends, please. This is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin, the director of Mutiny Radio. Let us live past October. You think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us. And especially us here at Mutiny Radio. We have money left until October 1st. Don't let anyone sing despite of their size, please. Please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to MutinyRadio.fm and click that GoFundMe button. Or just go to Venmo. Mutiny Radio, all one word. Just Mutiny Radio. Give us five bucks. Help us keep free speech and radical self-expression real and alive here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate to our Mutiny Radio. Go fund me and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond. Don't let our world end.
1: I am Italian and we Hello. brought you fascism with Mussolini. And before that the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com.
0: Hey you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay.
2: I'm Michael Spiegelman.
3: And I am Carl not Spiegelman.
2: Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for
3: let's watch a full-length movie on
2: YouTube. We watch the best movies that uh aren't they good?
3: Well, they're chosen by uh, here's you. his
2: theme song again. Bye.
1: Okay, bye.
0: All right. We are deep into the happy hour. We're a couple minutes in. We've got some comedians that are all together outside socially distanced together in spirit, not actually in practice, just in spirit. Please remember that happy hour open mic is a clean mic because we're projecting onto the street at 21st in Florida and although we have a permit from the city that says, heck yeah, go ahead and do that, we have neighbors and they have children and they don't want to hear our terrible F swears in their delicate ears. So. It's not that hard not to swear, I promise. So please, 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 please do your best. Also, uh, we are here for safety. We've got all the safety. Um, A lot of comedians have their own mic condoms. I have mine in my pocket. If you did not bring your own microphone or your own mic condom, by the door there are purple gloves, and I invite you to take one of those purple gloves and use it as a condom, a five-fingered condom, over the mouth of that microphone don't worry it doesn't dampen the sound too much all right also there is a bucket over there for donations because boy do we need it um COVID was really tough on mutiny radio and somehow I kept it alive so I don't know my parents don't think I'm a genius but uh whatever I did it yay me Okay, I'm gonna come around, do a couple jokes, we're gonna get this thing started. Clap your tushies, yay, clap,
4: clap,
5: clap, clap. Here comes the pitch, and it comes in wide.
0: All right. Fresh mic condom, fresh condom on the mic. How is that first sound wise? Everybody can hear us, need to be a little louder. It's good, all right. Hey, here we are on the street. Hey, how you doing? Comedy on the street, it's good times. Uh, yeah, hey, new guys, new girls, that's exciting stuff. That this this first name can't be a real name. Sometimes when you look at names on the list and you're like, that's, that's a stage name. You can't be a real, I'm gonna look at your ID after because I don't believe it. I also don't believe, okay, no, I can hear it. You know how like when you talk into microphones so much you don't know if you can hear yourself on the speakers or not? That's what's happening to me. Uh, I'm your host, Pam Benjamin for the night. Hi guys. You look like you're 17. I know that the mask is weird, but show me that pretty mouth. Are you, how old are you? I was 18, I was a year off. See, if you were one year younger that would have been really inappropriate. But this, in this case, no problem. 18, yeah. No, it's, how did you hear about it, young man? He told you, all right. Well, cool. You're not Ian, though. You're not Ian Langlands. I can't tell. Everybody looks the same with masks on at this point. I'm like, I'm supposed to know everybody from their eyes. I was walking down the street and a, and a gentleman, he's like, Pam, Pam. I'm like, I'm not gonna, t- I can't tell who you are with the, it's just gonna be even more awkward than it usually is. Cool. I don't remember anybody's names ever. That's why you wrote them down on this wonderful list. I'm so lucky. Uh, All right, so I'm going to, when I come out, I'll bring out the little horn and a little timer. When you hear the horn, it'll go wow, <coughs> wow. Uh, that means you have a minute. So uh, that's how that works. Uh, don't, it ain't no ain't nation like a donation. Uh, hook us up. That would be cool. Uh, also, please remember this is a clean mic because of our neighbors, so no F swears. You can say flip. You can say, you know, darn. I mean, whatever. You're gonna be fine. Don't worry. Don't get don't get too nervous about it. It's it's not that tough. Uh, all right, your first comedian of the night has an amazing name. Put your hands together, everybody, for Johnny Casino.
2: I haven't felt safe since the 90s. All right, everybody. How you doing? You having fun, San Francisco? Wonderful 21st in Florida. Raise your hands. Are you from San Francisco? Anyone? Who is anymore? It's just a visiting state, right? It's just like, I I guess I'm the the bullet sound check guy. Anyway, yeah, my name really is Johnny Casino. I know that might astonish some of you. not me so much, I'm the third, those two before me, and uh, my family's unoriginal, so they couldn't come up with a new name. Anyway, yeah, I'm a comedian, I live in Sacra- Sacramento, I, what it was it, like, Sacagawea, I live in Sacagawea, right <laughs> now, <a> right?
6: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I was trying to not be in front of the speaker when that happened. All right. <laughs> this, is, this is already better than my last set when the brawl broke up. But that's fun. Um, San Francisco. I don't really visit here often. I used to come here every week to do shows. And then um, two years ago, I just sort of, I don't know. I dried up. The town drove. It's better behind the speakers. Safer back here. Is it? Yeah. 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 There we go. There's the sweet spot right there. (laughs) The doorway's the sweet spot. Welcome, welcome. Come on in. Comedy across the street. Come on over. All right. So, um, you guys, there's a lot of different things that go on in life, right? You guys travel, you date, all that stuff. It's just going to keep doing that. I
0: just don't know why. It's never been a problem before.
2: I just don't know what's going on. All right. It's no problem. I'll talk through it. the pain i'm in a lot of pain right now it's been a long time since tried to do comedy again so um just gonna keep getting distracted by that um i am i'm happily in a relationship now and it took a while and there was a lot of uh dating scenes kind of crazy now we've all heard dating app jokes so I'm not really gonna shove those down your throat right now but um, I had to use dating apps because people don't meet each other naturally anymore so I go to um, go on a couple different ones you go on a bunch of dates I really found that this to be a constant though really all dating is is a, a really elaborate roommate search all you really find you're, you're looking for someone who's going to match um, your style your cleaning schedule and hopefully um, has a larger mattress than you do. Uh, I also think that mostly what's happening when people come over to your house for that first time they visit you is they're just uh, evaluating where you live. They look at your uh, windows, they're like, ooh, okay, you have curtains, that's a plus. A dishwasher, nice, nice. And a laundry machine, cool. When can I move in? I, I have my own dating app idea now because of that, because that's the way it always seems, people checking out your amenities. I want a dating app that just connects those with a washer and dryer with those that don't have one. Just call it Tumble. Yeah, it's, it's dry humor. Just let it whirl around your head for a while. I'm just trying to give you my all here. All right, such a change in the tide. really feeling washed up here (laughs) anyway um when i was out dating i met a couple of weird women and um they kind of shocked me in a little way uh this is one person i went out with things were going well and we went to her house when i went to her house for the first time we arrived and first thing i did is i checked the front lawn no children's toys good (laughs) not ready to be a dad We get to her door though right she opens the door and i'm just hit with this funk just hits me right in the face just bam i wish masks were that around then and it stank really bad i was like oh my god i realized what it was this woman's a hoarder you guys know what hoarders are like right Uh, you've seen the show you've maybe are one um but she wasn't a hoarder of like goods she was a hoarder of sugar gliders do you guys know what those are yes well she had about 15 of them and as soon as we walked in the door they just started whipping around because they fly if you don't know what a sugar glider is it's a little tiny squirrel that flies and as they fly they'll piss and shit wherever they want to go sorry for the cuss that was unavoidable but there's plenty of it on the streets so we're cool um yeah the little sugar gliders one of them lands right on my shoulder right i'm like she's like Oh, do you like my little friends? I was like, uh, not really, but I want to get laid, so <laughs> yeah, I love them. Um, and then this is the fu- this is the best part. She produced a grape from her person to feed it. We were out for four hours. We didn't go buy grapes. Where did the grapes come from? She just had them on her the whole time. She's like, here. You go and it feeds the little guy on me, and then it flies off into the wild of her house. And then she's, at this point, I'm already like, I don't want to be here. This is kind of gross. And uh, so I say. Hey, uh, I think I want to go. She's like, No, 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 why don't you come in the bedroom? And I'm like, You know, I need to get laid. Okay, fine. So I go to her bedroom, and the cage for those circuit gliders is in the bedroom. It takes up half of the bedroom. And it's like the epicenter of where the smell is coming from, too. So that's really poty. And uh, I was really, really worried about, like, What I, if I, how do I leave? What do I do? And then she's like, You want to get on the bed? I'm like, uh, Yeah. Yes, I do so we start fooling around and then i hear her door open right and then she starts panicking oh no no i gotta uh, we, uh, we stop i'm like "Well, what's wrong she's like my mom's home i was like oh don't be embarrassed and she said no 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 i'm not embarrassed that someone's here I- i'm embarrassed that you're a comedian <laughs> anyway that was the joke uh, pam gave me the honk yeah <laughs> you want me to wait for you to come no, come back? Come on by me. I'll be in the corner while I talk to you guys. Well, no, that was your minute light.
6: No.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. We're good. All right. You ho- uh, co-host? Uh, I'm next. I'm sorry. OK. Yeah, I doing this because I,
0: I want to get those for later
2: for my show. All right, uh, we'll just, uh, um, all right. What's your name, sir?
5: Hunter.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, give your hands a clapping for exercise for Mr. Hunter.
5: Yeah. Fuck yes, people. Please take off your condom. Take out your condoms, sir. I don't want your sloppy seconds. Thank you very much. How are we doing, guys? Four minutes. Four minutes. Got it, Pam. I'm doing fucking great. I am. I just got a job, finally. Yay, me. Bad news is my dad's my boss. Yeah, you hear like your father is a boss? Let me tell you what it's like. You ever been fired and grounded on the same day? Yeah, it's not fucking okay. You know, you get fired and then you get sent to your room. It's not okay, dude. It's not. It sucks. But yeah, I still got a job. That's all for that. I, um, I'm really happy I got the job because I haven't done shit during COVID. Uh, the most productive thing I've done this past year is get a new couch. So pretty much all I did was find a more comfortable place to rest my depression. You know, worst part about that, I didn't even buy the couch. It was my best friend's couch. He broke up with his girlfriend, took all the fucking furniture. Oh, hey. oh that's my one. All right. It took all the the furniture, all right? So pretty much I just, the the place that, the thing that brings me the most joy in life right now is built upon the sadness and desperation of other people. It's horrible. You ever fart on failure? It's amazing. Sounds exactly like leather. It's great though, guys. Little bit about me, my name's Hunter Uniac. My dad's a current meth addict. My mom's a former cokehead. And I'm a raging alcoholic, which my parents have to be proud of me. You know, that's fun. Hey, do you guys think Hulk Hogan looks like Thor if he was on bath salts? Yeah? Cool. Cool. My girlfriend broke up with me recently. That kind of sucks. I mean, I don't know why she broke up with me. I treated her like a goddess. I'm an atheist. I never believed in her. When I met this girl, uh, the first I thought she was a raver because the first time we had sex, we used a glow stick condom. We broke it before we used it. (laughs) Before I met this girl, I was only sleeping with single mothers. Didn't happen on purpose. Just kind of have. But you know what's the best part about sleeping with single moms? The snacks. They're amazing. One time, this woman she gave me a fruit by the foot, and I had to split it with her because it was the only way she was going to get six inches that night. I love that joke, guys. I do. Are you guys gonna vote? Nice, nice. A little fun fact about uh, California law of, uh, voting laws. If you have a job, you get two hours paid break to go and vote. You can leave your job and say, like, hey, I need to go and vote. Two hours paid break. I worked two jobs last year. You know what I did last election? I worked two jobs. I told my first boss, hey, I need two hours paid break to go and vote. Then I went to my second job, called it my second job, I was like, hey, I need two hours paid break to go and vote. Neither job knew about the other job. But both jobs definitely didn't know I mailed my ballot in 10 days ago. Yes. I love democracy. I was sitting on my couch stoned. It was great. It was great. Who here likes drinking? Nice. Nice. little fun fact about drinking. The only way you can have clean drinking water up until the year 1820 was if uh, alcohol was in it. That means everybody up until the year 1820 was blacked out drunk. That's amazing! America was founded in 1776. That means the founding fathers of this great country were blacked out drunk, signing the Declaration of Independence. Okay. Checks out? It does. I was high on Adderall last night researching this. <laughs> I wasn't, this is an old joke. No, but seriously, like, it's amazing. Benjamin Franklin, the greatest mind of his time, he wrote our constitution, he invented the stove. How did he discover electricity? Anybody know? He flew a kite into a thunderstorm at three in the morning. That's not a man of science. That's a drunk man flying a kite into a thunderstorm at three in the morning. That's why now we have this theory that Jesus Christ was the only sober man up until that time period. Do you guys know the story in the Bible where he fed like 5,000 people with three fish, a couple of loaves of bread? No, you're all going to hell? That's okay. Me too. But he fed 5,000 people with three fish. It says so in the Bible where it happened next to Do you guys remember? It happened next to a river. That means everybody in the Bible is too drunk to know where fish come from. Jesus says, take my hand, and I shall guide you into the promised land. That's him trying to get his drunk apostle friend's home at four in the morning. I can see him pacing up and down the streets of biblical Bethlehem just going, Judas! to god be the death of me one of these days oh, we're all going to hell i'll meet you there that's my time keep it going for pam benjamin everybody Yay. Yay.
0: Good job. Yay. hunter Uniac, everyone hunter uniak yes jesus jokes like a professional uh, my favorite bible verse is actually leviticus 2022 20, which is if you sleep with your father-in-law you should both be stoned I love to be stoned. I'll tell you right right out the gate. That's absolutely true. Uh, your next comedian, I believe she likes to get stoned too. Uh, you're going to enjoy it very much. Put your hands together, everybody, for Alessandra. Yay! I need my little condom, no, my little.
1: YOU GUYS. Huh? HOW ARE YOU? HOW ARE YOU DOING? I WANT TO SHOW YOU MY NEW MASK. IT'S uh, SPECIFICALLY A MASK FOR OLDER Karen's THAT ASK YOU TO... YOU SEE THIS MASK? DO YOU UNDERSTAND? SO IF SOMEBODY ASKS, MA'AM, CAN YOU PLEASE PULL YOUR MASK OVER THE NOSE? AND I'M LIKE, OF COURSE, MA'AM, I RIGHT AWAY. ALL RIGHT? SO THAT'S MY Karen MASK. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys noticed. It come from a painting of mine. I actually painted it, and then I printed on a thing. It's so self-made. <laughs> that's so cool. Anyway, lately I I find out lately that I am um, all my young friends' uh, favorite porn fetish, the stepmom. I don't know if you heard that. That's one of the most searched step uh, fetish, whatever. <laughs> porn fetish yes it's one of the most do you do you agree on that i don't i because i don't search for that f- f- porn actually but i heard of it and i'm like wow so you agree wow okay and then i hear all those like hypocrite thing and i'm like but now you can't have sex with younger men because you could be their mom i'm like but that's the whole point that's exactly the point otherwise i wouldn't be the stepmom fucking porn this off don't think don't care that one no thanks um you know and you know what i say when it's comes with uh, younger men what i'm saying is that age different i'm like yeah what is that that means that the bigger the boner the smaller the age different counts right anyway it is this it it is. yeah and anybody happy about the apocalypse? But we got you know, we won't even notice about because we're all on our phone twenty-four seven almost. So we can't even realize that it's happening. We realize it through the phone, but you know, if it really happened like a big boom, if we won't like oh yeah, we can catch it on camera though. Do <laughs> you have one of those friends that is like happy actually that is all going to poo-poo? <laughs> Right? One of those friends is like, yes, that's great. We're all going to leave like Mad Max. (laughs) I'm like, you're such an idiot. Where are you going to get your weed? (laughs) How are you going to watch your porn? I'm like, excuse me. You know, that's not going to be porn. How are we going to eat? We're going to have to like sell body parts or trade body parts from like dead people we find on the street. We go to the black market. We're like, hey, Joe, how are you doing today? Can I give you a head for that piece <laughs> of ass over there? <laughs> okay, d- are you gonna charge me an arm and a leg like last week? Come, in, come on, come on, free of shoes. Uh, you know, so I like, um, and my friend would be like, "Yeah, that would be cannibal porn." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, cannibal porn." You know, um, there is an ad that I did with Pam here on the radio and says exactly this: "I'm Italian, everybody." And we brought you lots of good things. Food, great pizza, great uh, music, opera, all those things. We brought you also fascism. With Mussolini. didn't Then we? we brought you fascism with Mussolini. And then we brought you, before that, the Roman, you know. So if you thought that you live in a fascist country, actually you're getting there because you have always been living in this fake democracy and freedom to be enslaved to the, you know, to the corporate, bank, whatever world, the world of war, the world of endless artificial intelligence, all those worlds that we have, uh, so uh, be free. We're all free to be enslaved. Yeah. And that was my time, you guys. (laughs) 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 Bye-bye. (laughs) Any of our Bomb Benjamin? Too real, too soon. Yeah, you're all enslaved. Yay!
0: The patriarchy is real. Ah. <laughs> That's exciting. You were uh, you were talking about porn there for a second, and it's true. A lot of guys say I give off a serious mom vibe, uh-huh. and I say, what about a stepmom vibe? Because I know what you guys are looking for yeah. on your search engines. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I've been uh, I've been looking for a guy with an edible complex. Cause I make the best weed food in town. I tell you what, I hope he has an edible complex because that is a smart joke. Your next comedian. I think she's from out of town. Put your hands together, everybody for Liz Randall. Yay. It's been a while since I've done this. Hi,
7: I'm Liz. Um, I feel like I'm the female recovered version of Hunter. Just, you know, from what I hear, lots of similarities. Thank you, I appreciate it. Um, anyways, my mother loves the saying that she's a bleeding heart liberal Democrat. I don't know about you, but that sounds a little bit closeted Republican to me. The don't tread on me sticker on the back of her lifted forerunner says differently um, speaking of mommy issues I just started therapy <laughs> pretty great um, it's difficult to get there though it's difficult to start therapy it's kind of like when you break your leg when you don't have health insurance like you're kind of just sitting there like oh It's just sprained, it's fine, it'll heal. No, Jerry, the bone is sticking out of your leg. We need to take you to the ER immediately. It's like when you cut your hand open and it's just like, I'll just run some cold water on it, it's fine, like I'll put a bandaid on it. No, that's a huge gaping wound and we really need to put stitches in it. Same with my uh, trauma growing up, so I guess it's the same. Oh, I heard whispers in my ear, I got a little startled there, sorry. Um, But what's great is that my therapist doesn't laugh at my jokes. Like, that's how I heal, right? So I guess you could say my copay is actually paying for me to be a stronger comedian. Um, I actually just turned 28, and I actually wrote this joke when I was 27. The only difference between now and then is that um, when I sneeze, I get scared. Like, did I hurt something? Did I pull a muscle? Is it going to ruin my month? You know what I mean? But being 28 is a weird age, right? When you're 21, you're bright-eyed, you're ready for a party, you can do anything you want, you never get hurt, you're invincible. When you're 28, it's just, it's, I don't even know how to use LinkedIn, okay? I don't even know how to find a proper job, okay? When you're 21, you can you know, drop out of college, you're discovering yourself, you're trying to find yourself, right? When you're 28, community college is rejecting you. They really want you to get your life together by now, guys. When you're 21, you can go to a club and, you know, fool around with a hot bartender in the bathroom. It's considered cute. It's considered sexy. When you're 28, think about this, okay? That bartender is seven years older. And by this point, he's been demoted down to bar back. Okay? And, you know, you're not making eye contact. You need this to hurry up because, you know, my bumble date's showing up in an hour, and we really have to speed this up. All right. And you know, I think about what 30, it's gonna be like for me 10 years from now and all I can imagine is this. I'm at my kids' little league game. I had a son. I'm not gonna have a girl because I don't want to put that type of trauma on you. but I have split custody with the bar back. and <laughs> we start fooling around in the porta potty, right? And the moral of the story is, is that the bathroom sex just keeps getting crappier and crappier and crappier (laughs) the older that you get. I'm going to leave you with this, okay? I want you to think about this. Bad boyfriends and girlfriends are like houseplants, okay? Right? Um, They look nice, they're beautiful, but they're not doing anything for you. That fern that I bought at Target last week isn't going to tell me that I'm the most beautiful woman he has ever seen in his life. That air plant that I have hanging in my bedroom that's a little bit dusty, a little bit scared, isn't gonna buy me tampons anytime soon. (laughs) And that dead orchid on my desk at work isn't going to cuddle me after sex. Why would I have sex with an orchid? Don't ask. But one thing that I do know that a houseplant won't do, that a crappy boyfriend will do, is cheat on me with my cousin over the weekend. One thing that houseplant won't do is steal my credit card for foot fetish porn, <laughs> which doesn't make sense because you can get that for free online. Am I correct? <laughs> Anyways, that's my time. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Yay.
0: Liz Randall, everyone. Yay, Liz Randall, that was lovely. I feel like I'm so much closer to you now, yay. Uh, I realized recently that no one will give you crap for not wearing a mask if you're eating or smoking. So now I'm a bulimic chain smoker, (laughs) which is so much more healthy, you know what I mean, you know? I'm gonna go in and get a cigarette during our next comedian's set. And just get it. I'm going to walk out in front of you. I'm sorry. I'm apologizing before I do it because I like to ask permission rather than beg forgiveness. But I do love to smoke. And what I realized, I used, to, I used to really worry about where I blew my smoke. But now your kid is wearing a mask. So I don't care. I'm blowing the... Smoking wherever I want. Uh, your next comedian, she's smoking hot. I just wanted to use... I'm just, you know, practicing my... I don't actually know you, but you are really pretty. Um, But I also don't want to, like, I don't want to, like, be the, I don't want to sexualize you and be the patriarchy. I'm like, be the change you want to see in the world. Stop being the patriarchy. She is. She's really, are you smiling, though? She's so much prettier when she smiles, you know? Put your hands together for Morgan Anderson. Yay! I'm kidding about the smiling thing. She's really pretty.
8: weirdest condom I've ever seen. (laughs) How are you guys doing? Yeah, she's really loud in there. You guys not so much. How are you doing? Good? Yes, thank you. My name's Morgan. Um, You know what I don't understand? I don't understand why during a good meal people describe their food as an orgasm in their mouth. I feel like I've had a lot of orgasms in my mouth and none of them have tasted any good. (laughs) Um, I was catcalled today and uh, I don't know why every time I say that it feels like I'm bragging. Um, I was catcalled today by a homeless gentleman. Um, I don't know why I said gentleman like he was wearing a suit, (laughs) but he was, uh, yeah. Um, (laughs) he. He was kind of hot and I know that we're not supposed to like, like it and we're supposed to get really mad, but I have very low self-esteem. So um, he was cute though. He kind of had this like Christian Bale vibe going on. Um, If instead of becoming a method actor, he just stopped at meth.
6: (laughs) Um,
8: I bought some pepper spray today (laughs) and I looked on the back uh, to read it as we do um, and the back said it was uh, 12 ounces. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that means. I'm going to need you to quantify this with something that makes sense. Like, I need to know how many rapes are in there. I feel like, what is the rape equivalent of 12 ounces? Is it one rape per ounce? I don't know. I feel like that's the information that we need. Um, I have a theory that God was the first sexual predator. Uh, hear me out. I don't think anywhere in the Bible does he ask Mary for consent. Nope. He just, he just flies in through a window one night, bangs her, and then flies back out, never to be seen again. <laughs> I think that immaculate conception is just a fancy way to say ghost rape, to be honest. And um, it checks out because in the Bible it says uh, man was made in God's image, so it makes sense as to why so many men are rapists. Uh, yep, it's too real, is it too real, sorry, sorry about that, so sorry, this is comedy, it's supposed to be, it's not supposed to be real, fuck, shoot, um, did you guys know that there's a four women category on Pornhub? Yeah, all the videos are two and a half minutes long, the woman doesn't come and she ends up going home alone to masturbate. Yeah, it's, a, it's a hero's journey, really. Um, I was also reading that women tend to date men that resemble their fathers, uh, which would totally make sense as to why I'm so into necrophilia. My dad's not dead, though, really. He's just dead to me. Um, I don't understand why men want to fold me up during sex. Are you trying to make me physically and emotionally smaller? I feel like I'm just lying there with my legs behind my head. I feel like a US gymnast at a doctor's appointment. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize how heavy of a sleeper I was until the woman in the apartment next to me got stabbed to death. Based on how many CAPTCHA tests I've failed, I'm really starting to believe that I am a robot.
6: <laughs>
8: yeah, I don't I don't know if they should have robots make the test to decide what is and is not a robot. Like find the crosswalk. Apparently the sign on the crosswalk isn't actually a part of the crosswalk. And a Vespa is a motorcycle? No, I don't think so. I feel like I feel like they should ask questions that only humans would know the answer to. Like, what is love? Although I'd probably fail that too, so whatever. <laughs> um, how much time do I have? Okay. Um so I'm in my 30s and uh, I started getting laser hair removal down here, and what they don't tell you is that it doesn't fall out all at once. So for the last 8 months, it's been falling out bit by bit. Yeah. My vagina looks like it has cancer. I'm thinking about getting it a little scarf so it doesn't feel so insecure. It kind of looks like one of those homeless dogs Sarah McLaughlin's been trying to sell forever. Every time I take my clothes off and look down, all I hear is in the arms of the angels. (laughs) All right, guys, thank you. Keep
0: it going for Morgan Anderson, yay! Yay, and then yay! When you get old, you get uh, actually gray pubes, and then, oh, then yeah, crazy. and then it gets real. <laughs> then it gets real. I have such a shock of gray pubes. It, it's like um, it's like I'm that, that that character that, what's her name? Who reads comic books? You do. You're 18. Come on now. The one with the stripe in her hair because she touched something rogue. Yeah. I'm like rogue. Ah, rogue agent. Just a big shock. Cool. I thought you would read. Com- are you more of a manga fan? Ranma. No. I'm just trying to stereotype because I'm a jerk. <laughs> I'm really excited for your next comedian because he's young and we are an all ages place because we're outside and we've always been all ages because, you know, we're just a radio station. Uh, I'm super excited that he's here. Uh, please give it up for new comedian Jeffrey Chen. Yay! <laughs> There's the condoms there.
9: never had sex before so uh, (laughs) just like for my first time having sex I'm gonna be reading a manual. Do You guys remember that uh, phase you had as a little kid where you wanted to have this one job like firefighter or a truck driver or president so I had a brief phase where I wanted to be a white supremacist which looking back at it now is moronic. As you know clearly you can both be a white supremacist and a president at the same time. It was the early uh, 2000s, I was 7 or 8 years old, and back then I lived in Illinois, where our economy was primarily based upon cows, corn, and undiagnosed clinical depression. And I had a soccer game at a a pretty rural area, so my parents dropped me off and I asked, Mom, Dad, can you watch my soccer game? And they laughed and drove off, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna need therapy when I grow up, but this is fine. So I'm walking to the soccer game, but then I hear some cheering. So I change directions to follow the sounds, and it's a parade. Dozens of people were marching down the street, people carrying American flags, people cheering, people in long flowing white robes with white pointy hats. I remember thinking, it's August, isn't it a little early for Halloween? And it was quite an odd parade. Some of them are raising their right arm 45 degrees into the air, you know, to block the sun from getting into their eyes. But what really caught my attention were the signs they were holding. And the biggest one was a sign that said, in big scrawling words, white power. And I was like... Yes, I, too, support renewable energy. And one of the marchers goes up to where I am, and he's passing out candy and pamphlets which say to join the Ku Klux Klan, and he's giving it to kids and parents, and he reaches me, and then he completely ignores me. And I'm telling you, I was devastated. I did not see that coming. I'm Asian. The only place I should be rejected from is Harvard and my family's dining room table. So I leave the parade, and I was like, They're wearing cool costumes, there are dragons and wizards, I gotta find a way to join. So I play my soccer game, we get crushed 14-0, to I get home and I hop on my computer, wait 30 minutes for it to boot up because I'm using Windows XP, and then do some searching. And the thing about looking up the Ku Klux Klan is that you only have to type in the same three letters, but I forgot which letter it was, so I go down the entire alphabet, like... AAA, no. BBB, no. CCC. I felt like a six-year-old who failed cri- kindergarten due, t- due to a crippling meth addiction. Uh, Eleven tries later, I get on the KKK website. I wait 20 minutes for it to load because I was using Windows XP. and then, And then the website loads. And I look at it for the first time, and I feel shocked. It's absolutely disgusting. The web design was complete shit. There were shitty JPEG images all over the place and you know that when you're trying to drag an image onto like a Word document it just like explodes? Yeah, that was the entire KKK website. The text was all warped around images of Klan members. Basically, they segregated the images of white people from the text, which was black. It was a real cluckster fuck. And that's the only time I can swear, right? Okay, thank you. Okay, seriously, what is the deal with hate groups and shitty sex- shitty graphic design? Like, you never see someone who's openly racist and also good at art. My favorite thing in the world is when some racist dude or neo-Nazi spray paints in swastika, but it's all wrong. Like the lines are all messed up and at the wrong angle. Like an octopus had sex with a multiplication sign. I guess they like Hitler so much that they also want to be bad at uh, art. But I'm not here to critique their like crappy web design. I'm just there to set up sign up. You know, it's 2008. It's not like they had Squarespace or anything. Like uh, this racism was brought to you by Squarespace. Use code White Supremacy for 15% off. So I find the requirements to join, and I'm thinking, do I have to audition or something to get? In, I mean, I can wiggle my ears and I'm seven years old so I can play a useless piece of shit Which I think the KKK is very familiar with playing But I read the requirements and it's just two sentences It says, the first one says, we we are here for the white race, blah 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 And the next one says in big bold letters, no Jews, no Catholics, no blacks, no Mexicans, and no Asians And I was offended I mean, it was racist, but that wasn't really it It's because I'm an American In America, we're free to make choices Now, did I want to join the KKK? No but did I want the option to join the KKK? You can bet your star-spangled ass that I did. And honestly, not taking people's money who aren't white Protestants is a pretty shit business strategy. Just because I'm Asian doesn't mean I can't contribute to your cause. For instance, I'm pretty good with coming up with taglines, which the KKK really needs a new one. Their current slogan is, we must secure the existence of our people in a future for white children. And that's boring as shit. Here's a better one. The Ku Klux Klan. We, why be wrong when you can be white? I no longer want to be right supremacist, now I actually want to be a comedian, which my parents might actually be worse. But I log up the computer, it takes uh, 15 minutes to close because I'm using Windows XP, then I hear my dad. He goes up to me and he asks, how was the soccer game? And I tell him, it was okay, KK. Thank you, I'm Jeffrey. <laughs>
0: yay! yay! Jeffrey Chen, yay! What a, what, a, what a beautiful monologue you had. I can't wait till you memorize it. Yay! No, it really is. You're very funny. And that was really good writing. It was a really good piece of writing. Really good political satire. I enjoyed it very much. You should send it in to Stephen Colbert or something. Does he still do shows? I don't know how that works. But I enjoyed that very much. Yay! I, have a, I didn't wear my jacket tonight that says F. Trump on it, but I like to wear that sometimes, too. Your next comedian, he's another young man. I'm so glad he's here, he's pretty new as well. Put your hands together, everybody. For Donald Doggart! Yay! There's condoms and stuff, yay! <laughs>
3: Is this right? right. You tell me. <laughs> okay. Just gonna... Here we go. Alright, so, here there we go. So yeah, my name's Donald, I'm 18, and uh, I'm working on improving myself. Can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, thank you. So yeah, my name's Donald Taggart, I'm 18, and I'm working on improving myself, so there's a lot of work to be done. Um, one of the little things I've done is uh, I've set up my Instagram to alert me when I've been on the app for at least 15 minutes that day. So now I get a friendly reminder that I'm wasting my life away whenever it's 1215 AM in the morning. And uh, the other problem with staring at my phone screen late at night is that I don't have my eyes on the road. And uh, it's probably wrong for me to make that joke because uh, my parents actually passed away in a car accident when I was six. Um, they were both drunk and to be honest, it was their fault considering they made me the designated driver. But Uh, Don't worry, they're not dead. Uh, I got them home safely. Um, But it's interesting though that video games are the only ones blamed for having a bad influence on teens, because I think—sorry, no worries. Because I think uh, Mario Kart actually affected my ability to drive. Um, One time in real life, I was shooting down an alley as a shortcut, and I saw a cardboard box in the middle of that alley, and I was like, "Oh, I'll run it over," because in like Mario Kart, that's how you get the power-ups. And, um, inside that cardboard box, there wasn't any, um, mushrooms or there wasn't any turtle shells, but there was a homeless woman living inside. Um, so the police showed up and, uh, they seemed mad. So they asked if I killed the woman living in the box. And, um, I told them, well, I don't think she's living in there anymore, but they asked if I killed this homeless woman in her home, which... That statement doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but the whole situation seemed kind of suspicious. And they asked uh, why I was driving down an alley that late at night. So I told them the honest truth, and I said I was looking for mushrooms. Um, they seemed concerned, so they said uh, the hallucinogenic ones, and I was like, no, 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 no. The big red ones with the eyes that make you go faster. And then they arrested me, so. On a different note, I wanted to tell my crush that I liked them, but I didn't want to come out of the closet at the time because I didn't want her to find out that I snuck into her room. Thank you. Yeah. I'm actually straight, and my type tends to be 4-year-old bitches, but that's not pedophilia because in dog years they're 28. Um, I forgot to mention this earlier, but I hope everyone's doing well, but probably not considering this is mostly people doing stand-up A good half of us probably have some serious mental issues. Um, I wouldn't be here if I didn't Because if you're doing stand-up, you're probably trying to cope with something. A comedian without mental health issues is kind of like a sex worker Who has had a good home life? Um, I Have good coping skills for when I'm sad though I've noticed when I'm sad exercise really helps whenever I feel the stress I go jump on a trampoline I actually found a really good one right under the Golden Gate Bridge. (laughs) And um, I don't know, let's see. Yeah, my therapists they're great though, but sometimes I feel like they ask me questions that they should already know the answers to. Mine asked uh, Donald, how hard is it for you to find uh, someone to have a conversation with? And I told them and reminded them that I have to pay them $60 an hour and they also asked if I was dealing with any relentless nagging thoughts. And I said, yeah, my girlfriend. And they didn't really think that was an appropriate thing to say during couples therapy. And apparently neither did my ex. Alright, so all my material has been pretty depressing and edgy so far, so I'm going to lighten up a bit.
6: Yeah, and I gave you horn, so now. wrap it
3: up. Now? Yep. Oh yeah, I heard it, yeah. What is white, black, and red all over? A truck mowing through a BLM protest? It's dark. Thank you.
0: Total dogger, yay! Hey, the way you use a microphone is you put it up next to your mouth. Yay! No, it's okay. You're new. You're super new. You'll learn all of these things very soon. One of them is everyone has to hear you to hear your beautiful, wonderful writing because I know there were jokes in there because I could tell that you wrote them because you were reading it off your phone. So that's how I could tell. I'm not, I'm just making fun of you a little, but it's okay. No, (laughs) joke workshop is on Monday. It's at six o'clock and um, you get to learn all of these things. And then we give four minutes and you get four minutes of comments by your comedian peers and stuff and it's funny you're cracking up because it's but it's true though but it's hard to do they're 18 it's the first time they've ever used a microphone not everybody has a microphone tattooed on their arm you know what you want to know the best you want to know the best thing you'll never be able to do it again but karaoke is the best way to practice comedy you ever want to learn how to use a microphone learn how to sing into it problem is we can't do karaoke anymore because we're not allowed to use ah, you can't we're not allowed. Even if you bring your own microphone, I'm like, can we sit? Can I get in a glass room and sing karaoke so I can feel good about myself? Because this comedy thing isn't doing it. It is, it's doing it just fine. Uh, your last comedian in the open mic before we get it. I hope you all stay for the for the seven o'clock show, which would be great. There's a donation bucket over here too because boy, do I need money. <laughs> uh, being a socialist. I'm a socialist living in a capitalist economy. Man, did I love that unemployment stuff. God bless California. Without the unemployment that I finally am going to be getting, this place would have died. So, thank you, California. Yay! I've lived here my whole life and you're helping me. I love the sun in the sky. I will never move to Canada. I promise. I'm not going to gentrify that nation. All right. Your uh, last meeting of the open mic, put your hands together. It's Brady! Yay! I um, Condoms are back
10: there.
0: He's familiar with condoms. <laughs>
10: makes us all so thirsty right oh yeah oh Oh my god that's so hot it's so exciting hi everybody can you hear me now is it clear hi um my name is brady as you know um there seems to be a lot of discussion today about age um you know young or old i happen to be old now it's very exciting um i just turned 50 (laughs) yes i did you know and this bitch has survived aids and covid so far so let's keep this going um and so you know i you know i've been around for a long time and i happened to grow up in the 70s and some of you may not remember the 70s but i do vividly and with a name like brady which is pretty special it sounds kind of rare now but it's even better then because that's when we had the show called the brady punch do you remember that anybody remember that show Okay, and you know how nice kids are on the playground, you know how they are? How sweet they can be? So they have me around the playground all the time. Hey Brady, tell me what on the Brady Bunch today, Brady. What happened today? And for months this went on, I'm like eight. I don't know what the fuck's going on. What's f- going on? And so I turned around and said, so do you really want to know? And they're like, yeah, tell me. I said, okay. And I told them how Alice liked her meat. What was going on with Mike and Greg in the Johnny Bravo Lounge? And what really went down in the doghouse with Kitty Carryall Tiger, and Cindy I made a lot of friends that year <laughs> a lot of friends um and moving to now like I keep thinking about like we're being uh pushed away from each other like we find like there's nothing in common like I keep thinking to my two straight guys they're like you know you fact you know like blah 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 we have nothing in common we we have nothing in common you're just a kind of fact like gentlemen I know we, we have all one thing in common and if, if I'm not right it's we all like to put it in something, don't we gentlemen? <laughs> right? Isn't that what we all love to do every single guy? So think about that. Every guy you're looking at wants to stick it in something. All right, and we all have the same thing we're like, we wake up in the morning. Go, oh my god. Where did I put it? Where was it? What did I stick it in? Is that guacamole? <laughs> what is that? Oh my god. What did I bring home? Is it a disease? We have to go get-? and now we know we have to get tested, right? But the other thing that brings us together is like the COVID sex things. Now we all have to use glory holes. <laughs> now we all have to take it from behind. Right? If you see, No, seriously, in New York, right? The COVID is the great equalizer. Right? We, now have, we all have to sex behind doors, behind plexiglass. We're, if we survive AIDS, we're used to that. Right? But now we're like, yeah. Um, what else do I have here? Da da. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all I have right now. Great. Okay. Thank you. No honks. Great. That was
0: a hot three. Hot three. Yeah. Brady with a hot three. Yes! <laughs> Brady is, is one of the COVID prodigies. He came here because he was like, I don't know what to do with my life. And we were doing outdoor shows. And he's like... I could do this. I think I was built for this. And I was like, yes, you are. And now he just did a hot three. So clap it again for Brady. Yay. I have pictures from you last week or the week before, and they're super cute, but we're not friends on Facebook or whatever, which is weird. Oh, we have to fix that. All right. Uh, the other thing we have to fix is I'm going to put some lights up for uh, the show show. There's uh, a bucket here if you want to donate. That's super awesome. And we're going to start the show show in a few minutes. Uh, this was an open mic, and that's so great. And thank you all for coming because I usually book the show show based on who comes to the open mic and all that stuff. But we have more open mics at Mutiny Radio. We have Mondays, like I said, Joke Workshop. Please come out for that. Tomorrow we have a special show at 6 o'clock. It's a silly little birthday show for me. Yay. Yay. Um, But we're going to hang out for a couple minutes. Stick around. And we're going to be back with more comedy here on Mutiny
6: Radio. Yay! Yay!
0: That's pretty perfect, I think. Yeah. So we've got front lights and we've got top light. You know, maybe like if you fit, focus it a little bit more this direction. There we go, perfect, perfect. Okay, so lights are good.
6: People make the world go well. yeah. good. Good.
4: Comedy here in a little bit, guys. If you want to drop off your laundry and come back? Do comedy here.
0: Hey, someone just stole my phone, so if anybody can call my phone, 760-716-3865, and please ask them to bring my phone back because I really need that phone. Whoever just stole my phone, please bring it back, 760-716-3865.
4: Just became a fundraiser.
0: Wow, that sucks. That sucks so much. That's like so much suck. Like, I'm sorry you guys. I just the phone is my <sighs> hey, my phone was just stolen. Everybody call it seven six. It's a Samsung that someone gave me and it's it's a dumb phone. It doesn't actually connect to anything and there's nothing on it. It's such a loss for whoever took it because it doesn't even have a plan. I'm on a Go phone with AT&T and... <sighs> yeah, they turned it off right away. They stole my phone. I am so dumb. I am so, so dumb. Okay. I can't even tell jokes, I'm sorry. I'm just like, super, bu- it's, it's fine, it's karma. Like all these great things just happen to me, like yay, we got a permit so we can be out here f- legally with these chairs, yay, that's really great, yay. It's my birthday tomorrow, yay, someone just stole my phone for my birthday, thank you. That's really cool, I turned 46, there's nothing on the phone, I'm a socialist. I'm on food stamps, I've been keeping this place alive and no one knows how. I know, I work really hard, and you just stole my phone, bro. Why did you do that? It sucks. (sighs) Okay. I'm sorry, I can't be happy. Someone just stole my phone just just now. I can't time you guys. I'm going to do my best timing you. Uh, <laughs> but I have to guess on time now. It doesn't matter. I don't need a phone. No one ever calls me anyways. Th- I mean, my phone was stolen not too long ago anyway, and I just didn't put any numbers in. I was just waiting for people to call me, and guess what I realized? I only have ten friends, <laughs> none of them are my mom! <laughs> Actually, that's perfect, because they just stole a bunch of pictures. That It's fine. There's nothing on that phone of any value. They're never gonna figure out my password. It's such a loss for them. Whatever, it is. It was just mean, it was just mean. It's just stupid of me to just leave. Okay, your first comedian of the night's gonna make you laugh. Hopefully it makes me laugh because I'm gonna be a bad mood until someone makes me laugh because someone just stole my phone and I'm not allowed to swear outside. Put your hands together for your first comedian, Steven Steiner, yes.
11: Well, this isn't a better way to start a show, isn't it? Um, I'm gonna turn on my own timer just to keep it. Pam, we're doing eight to ten, right?
6: I don't have a phone. I can't time
11: anyone. The minute I stop laughing is the minute I take you off stage. Uh, All right. Cool. I have no timer. I don't know. I can start one. How much time do you want me to go? Eight to ten. All right. I got a timer. Okay. Uh, So trying to fix the world's problems and get people to laugh. I think the solution is to just make everybody skip. Yeah. Have you ever tried to be mad while skipping down the street? Pam, maybe you should try that. Just start skipping and see if you can not be mad. Um, All right. Well, that joke didn't work. That was the first joke I ever wrote when I was like 15 and thought it was really funny just wanted to see if it would work in front of a live stage and I know not to do that one again. So thank you for that uh, confirmation. Uh, going into it though, I started going to therapy recently. Anybody else? Yeah. Did your magic eight ball stop working too? Yeah. I started going to therapy to get answers and I just got way more questions. Why are you here? What brings you in? Why do you think you're here? What do you think that started? It's like, I don't know. That's why I'm here. Not to be interrogated, but to try to get some answers. Uh, this is my rant apparently, and you guys are listening to it. Um, but it turns out I'm suffering from YBS. Gross, I don't know what you're thinking. That's younger brother syndrome. Yeah, turns out I'm a victim of my sister's role plays. Again, you're gross. I don't know what you're thinking, but the antics that were fun when we were kids don't work the same way now that we're 30. Steven, let's have a tea party. Uh... These are shot glasses, not teacups anymore. Pam, are you doing okay? Yeah, Yeah. all right, I'll check in occasionally. We're doing okay on time. Uh, Yeah, we're good. All right, Um, continuing to go with that trend, baking with my sister at 30 years old doesn't involve an easy bake oven anymore. Yeah, now baking with an older sister is when she disappears for a while. And I'm left in the kitchen making cookies alone. I think there's a munchies joke in there somewhere. Is everybody just down because of Pam's phone? This is like, I mean, I feel it. I'm going to try to, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. All right. Uh, I'm excited that I'm finally outside seeing people again. Yeah, it's nice to see that people still have legs. Yeah, we can clap for that. That's cool. Yeah. Six months worth of doing stand-up comedy at a Zoom box. I felt like I was just in a zoo. What's he gonna do next? Yeah, now it's like a, a petting zoo because we can actually somewhat be in contact, but not. It's cool, I'll keep my distance. Some of you laughed, that was good. I'll take it, I'll take it, that's cool. Um, other good news, I moved in with a woman recently. Yeah, my mom. Uh, yeah, moving and vacuums have a lot in common. They both suck. Yeah, Pam laughed. Yes, I think that's, I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying. That was a giggle. It was good. We can get a belly laugh maybe. Uh, cause I found out that moving has kind of an upward roller coaster in it to where like, you feel really good about yourself when you unpa- when you start packing like 20 boxes and then you turn around and it looks like you did nothing at all right? It's just like, well, I don't know. And then you keep packing, you keep packing. You're like, yes, we're going to move. And all of your stuff gets to your new place. And then you have to unpack. (laughs) Screw that. I have a really nice couch now just made of filled boxes. Ikea's got nothing on that furniture. Yeah. I have a TV stand in a stand box. Yeah. I don't know where the TV is, but it's in one of those boxes. That's what moving's like, moving, and it's one of those things to where it's like I could either try to find it, but I felt like I was a magician hiding stuff from myself. Um, so I just go buy it anyway. I don't know. It's it's a it's a scavenger hunt game that I've made for myself apparently. Uh, but now I have so many cardboard boxes that I just feel like I'm at a sporting event surrounded by cardboard cutouts. A few of you are liking this. All right, try to be looked at by a bunch of weird strangers in your room that are two-dimensional. At least doing a Zoom show, they respond. Uh, But professional sports teams are pumping their own sound noise. That's how I get laughs at all my jokes. (laughs) I got a laugh track that just gives me something to practice against. It's cool. Um, But I've noticed that my sporting career has a lot in common with my dating life. Yeah, getting on base is a struggle. Somebody got that one. Uh, I can hit a home run, but that costs $400 in the tenderloin and I don't got money for that. Ouch, how are we doing, Pam? (laughs) That was a smile. We're trying, we're trying. Um, By the way, if you don't have cash, you can Venmo uh, Mutiny Radio also to contribute to Pam's phone and keeping the lights on fund. That, that was not supposed to be a joke, but I'm glad it made you laugh. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, so you can do that. So yeah, I'll just keep plugging and checking in to make sure we're doing okay. Um, I'm at like five and a half minutes. So this is what torturing feels like when only three people are laughing at your jokes, but I'm going to keep going. Cause I was told eight minutes, uh, this is, that's what Pam laughs at again. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm just going to keep making shit up as I go. Uh, t- Pam says that this is a clean comedy show. So I showered. Yeah. I got claps on that one. Hygiene gets the claps. All right. Let's keep making jokes about being clean. Uh, a dirty joke though. This is one that my grandpa used to tell me. Yeah. A guy fell in the mud. Clean joke version is that he also showered. Yeah. You're welcome. This is this is making it up as we go, folks. Uh, do you guys want some dad jokes? That got Pam to laugh last week. Pam likes the dad jokes. You want some dad jokes? Yeah. yeah, dad jokes. Commas. They give me pause. I'm just trying to be punctual. Just trying to be punctual, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I solved a puzzle last week. Not to brag, but it said three to four years on the box. hey I got to chuckle. I got to chuckle. Um, I, I should stop with the dad jokes, though, because... Uh, I don't have kids yet, and that's just a faux pas. Uh, yeah, it's getting cornier. It's cool, it's fun. Um, all right, I think I'm gonna end it with that. We got some laughs out of Pam. Please, please, please help us out. I know, Pam, you're getting some of your the, the money finally to help keep the lights on with this place. Mutiny Radio on Venmo if you don't have cash. And uh, enjoy your night. Thank you so much for coming out.
0: Steven Steiner, everyone. He's the dad I always wanted. With the, no, it's cool. Like you, I think you've given me money. That's really supportive. Thank you. <laughs> my dad. My dad is actually super Republican. Like super Republican, and he sends me these terrible Republican memes all the time. And I don't know if he's doing it because he has an awesome sense of humor, or if because he really hates me. Um, <laughs> When he raised me, he used to call me his little commie pinko liberal. And I was like, look what you did. (laughs) Do you see? Words have power, dad. Anyway, my phone was stolen. (sighs) So if I don't call you back or you text me, honestly, I think this is... I've never wanted a phone anyway. Here's the thing. I accidentally left my phone here for 24 hours and no one texted me. So it doesn't matter. I can talk to people on Messenger. I didn't need the phone. I never wanted a smartphone anyway. And someone gave me the smartphone. I had a dumb phone. I had a dumb phone and someone stole my dumb phone. Who would do that, right? And that happened before. Someone stole my dumb phone. But you know what? I got it back for $20 and a little bit of weed. We met at a Pete's coffee downtown because he was like, I don't want your dumb phone. And I was like, I know. Nobody wants it. It's an ATT Go phone you dumb F's like it's nothing you stole nothing except it was everything to me (laughs) isn't that funny that's like the fourth time that's happened when they steal my bag and I'm like "Ah, there was was $2.50 in there and my fourth draft of my master's thesis (laughs) that little thumb drive that you threw in the garbage The the last bag that was stolen from me actually the worst thing out of the bag that was stolen A. rocks from Greece Value to me. B, two of my best Magic the Gathering decks. Ah! ah They stole They stole my poet deck. It was so good, it was all one one penners. And they all just flew in and I and then I had all these life giving things and I'm at fifty two and you're at four and you're like, What's happening in this? I'm like it's just a poetry reading, we're all just having a fun time. No one plays Magic the Gathering, just me. I'm just lamenting the things that people steal from me that have no value to them, that they throw in a garbage can. (laughs) They have all the value to me. I love my rocks from Greece. Gone. Lamenting my phone. Your next comedian, he plays songs, and he's going to make us happy. He's a really lovely human being. I'm going to let you get set up as I preface you with this. He has some song parodies he does. I used to do karaoke, and I used to sing a little song called Isn't It Ironic by Alanis Morissette. But I did it in a comedic way, because I did it in the style of James Hetfield. Isn't it ironic, uh, don't you think, huh? A little too ironic, uh, I really do think. It's like on on your wedding day, huh? (laughs) Right? I do the whole song, though. It's really funny. I really miss karaoke. He's got a buzz going already, and that's what's going to make him so good. Put your hands together, everybody. For Josh Kahn.
6: Yay!
4: Woo-hoo! What's up? San Francisco. How are you all doing tonight, guys? Hey, give yourself another round of applause just for being here, okay? Yeah! Give yourself a round of applause, all of us. Nobody saw who stole Pam's phone. We are all terrible people. We are all going to hell now, okay. So Pam just did her James Hetfield impression. Uh, I have a Metallica-oriented impression I'd like to do for you. I'll show you my beautiful prize-winning face when I do. Uh, So this is what it would sound like if David Bowie were to sing Metallica, okay? David Bowie singing Metallica, here goes. So close, no matter how far. Could not be much more from the heart? Forever trust in what we are? Oh, yeah. And nothing else matters to a bitch. (laughs) David Bowie playing Metallica, everybody, right? But what if Metallica were to play David Bowie? That would sound like this, ch-ch-ch-changes, turn and face the strain, don't want to be a better man, time may change me, but I can't change time, ch ch changes ah. One time it's James Hetfield, he came into the gas station I worked at and he was like, give me fuel, give me five, because I'm parked in number nine, dude. True story. Wouldn't make something like that up. My name is Josh Kahn, I'm very into social justice. You guys want to try something here. What do we want? No, 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 all you were wrong. The answer we were looking for is mushrooms, okay? That's what we want, all right? What do we want? Mushrooms. When do we want them? Time is an illusion. Okay, that was the correct answer. You guys need to get your, uh, your act together here. I obviously, I took the mushrooms earlier. Uh, that's my fault. I am sorry about that. I was driving the Bay Bridge to come over here, you guys. Don't you hate it when a guitar player tunes his instrument in front of you on stage? It's like, couldn't you have done that at home? It's kind of like when you see a policeman beating a woman in the middle of the street. You're like, couldn't you have done that at home? What? I was driving the Bay Bridge to get over here and uh, I saw something kind of disturbing. I saw a guy sitting on the edge of the Bay Bridge. He had pulled over his car and there was like people trying to get out of their cars and be supportive of this guy. He was sitting with his feet over the edge of the Bay Bridge hanging out over the ocean. I wanted to be supportive as well. So I just rolled down my window and I was like, let's go, Oakland, (laughs) just because like, thank you for jumping off of the Bay Bridge and not the Golden Gate Bridge. The Golden Gate Bridge is so, at this point, it's so mainstream. Like, don't jump off of that. We want a documentary about our bridge, you know. You jump off the Golden Gate Bridge, it's like, you're not suicidal. You want want a nap in a hammock. That's what you want. They made the Richmond Bridge a footbridge, but they're not worried about anybody jumping off of the Richmond Bridge. Because Richmond is like the Oakland of Oakland. These suicide jokes are like not going over well with you guys. What's the deal? Do we all not want to kill ourselves? Come on. Comedian, every, All comedians want to kill themselves because since quarantine started, all comedians are closer to hanging themselves than they are to being Robin Williams. Am I right? <laughs> he want you to laugh, guys. Loosen up. These are jokes. Robin would want you to laugh. I'm at the end of my rope with these suicide jokes. Stop doing them. Ho-ho. <laughs> You're not going to catch me hanging around Mutiny Radio. Ho-ho. He would want you to laugh. No, I love you guys. You guys are great for being here. I really appreciate you my mom okay so let's play let's play racial bingo here get your racial bingo cards out what the hell kind of interracial train wreck had to happen 30 some odd years ago for this to be standing in front of you i know i know you're wondering like what what are you man you're like a Mex-Italian. What, uh, what are you man i am uh, you're all wrong i'm korean and i'm jewish boom mind blown totally blew your mind my mom is this, like five foot tall korean immigrant woman I told her I was going to be doing comedy, and she was like, Oh no, Josh, why you do comedy? You're not funny. <laughs> and you so agree. Comedian have to be on TV. I think you mean you want podcasts. Everyone has podcasts. Your father has podcasts. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. I'll fer- I forgive her. Sometimes she would beat me and my brother, but I think that's just because we were citizens and she was jealous. <laughs> does anybody know that song have you heard this song on the radio it goes um i'm living my best life ain't got time to earth with you. you know what song i'm talking about i hate that song because you know who else was living his best life and didn't have time for us my dad yeah. <laughs> don't defend the guy you don't know you don't know my so my dad's family is jewish and i always get treated like a second class jew you know because i'm half asian like i'm a like i'm a GED jew. Jew, Jew 2.0, Jew.0, I don't know. But anyway, my Jewish grandma was always super racist to me. Like when I was little, she would tell me like, uh, if you misbehave, we're going to sew your foreskin back on. <laughs> That's a messed up thing to say to a seven-year-old at Hanukkah dinner. So I get her back now as an adult when I go over there for Hanukkah dinner. She puts out all the Jewish foods, right? She puts out like uh, gefilte fish and potato latkes, all the traditional Jewish bread. She puts out um, uh, challah bread. you guys know what challah bread is, that braided? bread you see in the window of the Jewish bakery. Anyway, she puts out all the food. Everyone's eating around the Hanukkah table. Everyone's got a mouthful. Everyone's quiet. I'm the one to break the silence. Mm. Grandma, this meal is first rate. How much did the challah cost? (laughs) Please enjoy this bacon-scented candle. (laughs) And I got you three pounds of uncooked shrimp. I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing. So I've been with my girlfriend a long time. I've been with my girlfriend so long. How long we, instead of meeting on, we didn't meet on Tinder, we met on Craigslist. Our encounters are still super casual. Instead of uh, Netflix and chill, we eat checks, Mix and pay bills. Super sexy though. My girlfriend is so white. She got her 23andMe results back, it was just a blank sheet of white paper. (laughs) I'm sorry, I made the the financially responsible choice of dating a white girl, what can I say? (laughs) Anyway, you guys wanna hear some songs? I'll play some songs for you. All right guys, this year when you go to see baseball, whenever they let us back in to see baseball, These are the lyrics you're going to sing when it comes for the seventh inning stretch and everyone sings, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Here's what I want to hear you guys sing. Take me out to the protest. Push me onto the ground. Buy me some milk to wash out my eyes. I don't see police ID on these guys that are pushing me into a Chrysler. This Nazi state is a shame, for it's one, two, thank you, three terms for Trump to play f up games. Will somebody stop that guy? That's my Uber Eats right there. <laughs> stop that guy. He really, he was very patriotic. Anyway, that's what I want you to sing when you go to, uh, to the baseball game. I'll play one or two more songs that'll get out of your hair. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? What's it going to be? What is it going to be? Couldn't you have done that at home? So I saw this commercial the other day. Tell me if you guys have seen this commercial. It starts off, it's like, it's showing you, like, really nice. It looks like it's either real estate or it's selling you furniture, maybe. All these really nice homes. But the song that's under it is, like, an ACDC song. It's like... If you're sick of all your roommates and your girlfriends on your case, and you want to get some time away, but you don't want to find a new place, pick up your phone, say leave me alone. I got an app for that. Tucson, Reno, Tahoe, let's go. I found a two-room flat i air b and b i catch a flight b and b and i spend the night a b and b and i drop a load b and b in the top of the commode so if you see that song in a commercial i did not get paid for it i'm very upset about that (laughs) I heard the Proud Boys got their name from a, an, from a song in Aladdin. Did you hear this? I looked it up. The Proud Boys, I'm not sure if it's like the stage player or if it's the movie, but they got their name from a song in Aladdin. I said, that makes sense, you know? Disney songs are kind of like inherently racist, like a whole new world with no Jews, you know? <laughs> like all Disney songs are a little bit racist, you know? like Well, I just can't wait to be king of an Aryan nation. You know, all Disney songs. Did anybody else, when they were little, like, did you see the D in Walt Disney and think it looked like a G? Was I the only one that grew up watching Walt Disney movies? (laughs) Wah. Okay, so, obviously I do song parodies. You've heard that. I'm gonna play one more for you and get out of your hair. But So this is a song... I have a son. I have a son who's now 18, if you can believe that. Just absorb the horror of that for a second, that I'm responsible for another human life. Just, first of all, just think of that. And it's a real, it's a real thing. When he was growing up, people would ask me like, Josh, are you gonna, like, are you gonna let your kids smoke marijuana? You're a pretty avid marijuana smoker yourself. Are you gonna let your kids smoke marijuana? I tell them the same thing I tell everybody, like, I gotta let my kid smoke marijuana. He's my dealer. I'm not gonna pay full price for dabs. You know what the clubs are charging? That's one of the pros of procreation. Discounts. Anyway, so me and my son, we decided we're gonna open up a father-son business. We're gonna open a vape store, right? A lot of money in vapes. But here's the catch. We're gonna open a vape store, but it's only gonna sell to children. We're gonna call the vape store statutory vape. All of our customers wanna shop there. I don't know why we're making a, a federal case out of this, okay. Anyway, but I was really glad to have a boy. Like, I just, like, no, no, nothing down on you if you have a girl, but I was really glad to have a boy because it's simple. Like when the sex talk time comes, I'm just like, wear a condom or I'll kill you. It's easy. I couldn't imagine the conversation that you would have to have with your daughter. Uh, That's a place of vulnerability that I, as a person, I'm not able to get to. So I decided to write this song. It's about a gentleman who has a daughter and is scared about what happens when she gets to be in high school. On the day you were born, I knew we were screwed. I never wanted a girl, baby, cause I knew when you reached high school, boys would call you up, try to finger you in my home. And I'd have to tell you, honey, that I got Brad on the phone. Brad on the phone. Brad. Brad i got brad on the phone i cut a thousand farts before i made you i flushed a thousand mall babies down the toilet on dirty tissues maybe one day you'll have a baby and on that day you'll change your tone and i'll get to tell you so honey when you have a a lad of your own lad of your own lad, 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 lad La 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 lad, you have a lad of you're wrong. But you and Brad, you grew up. You had a couple of kids. Still nowadays you come over to stay when your marriage life is on the skids. I knock outside your bedroom. Say honey, I got Brad on the phone. You better take his call, baby, or you're gonna end up sad and alone. Sad and alone. Sad. Oh, i got bl- 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 brad please take the call from bl- bl- brad brad on the phone i'm josh Conn, this is pam benjamin give her some money have a good night and stay safe
0: Yay. josh Conn, everyone heck yeah oh my goodness song parodies I'm like, why do you do comedy? You're talented. You can play a guitar. <laughs> That's amazing. You have real talent. What are you doing docking into a microphone when you can sing and play something at the same time? Dear Lord. Your next comedian, what a talented, wonderful man he is. He's a uh, he's a. He's all over the Bay. I mean, things have been crazy since COVID, but he's like on the punchline and the cobs and all the places. And you're, it, we all are so blessed to have him here. Put your hands together, everybody. For Vishal Call, yay! yay! If you need a fresh con, well, that's my con. If you want a freshie,
3: you
12: can stick one of those over. Oh, yeah. There. Just stick that on over the top, there. Yeah. Yay. All right, how's that, how's that? Can you guys uh, hear me through this? You guys can hear me. Awesome. Uh, one more time for Josh, actually. That was so much fun, Josh. Where would you go? Yeah, it was super fun, man. Maybe at the end if we had time we could like riff over something. That could be yeah, I could be fun. Uh, hey, how's it going guys? My name is uh, Vishal Kaliyana I'm super long Indian last name, right? Like uh, somebody told me that like last names were used to like traditionally denote like what you did and stuff, right? And I was like, whoa, my last name was traditionally used to annoy white people. So that makes sense. (laughs) But it's interesting, you know, like, uh, it's a weird time, right? Like, we're all thinking a lot about race and stuff, presumably, right? Like, make some noise if you've been to, like, a protest recently. Yeah, Yeah, awesome. Like, you've been to a protest. Yeah, I went to a protest myself, uh, a George Floyd Black Lives Matter protest, and it was beautiful, man. Like, you know, as a minority, my heart went out because I was like, if I had been born in a different situation, you know, this could be me. They could be doing this for me, right? And then they got to the part where they started chanting all the names of all the dead people. And I was like, oh, they cannot do this for me. Nobody's rallying for Kalyana Sundaram. If I die of police brutality, I cannot be the poster child. Cause that rally would be so shitty too. They'd be like, say his name, no. say his name how (laughs) say his name I think we gotta kill a different guy (laughs) no that'd be bad Uh, do you guys want to talk more about race stuff or do you guys want to talk about dating I don't know what are you guys in the mood for I was gonna say effing but this is a clean show so Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. You guys have been dating and stuff during COVID? Yeah, things are getting a little bit better, right? Yeah, make some noise if you are. One sad guy, and we'll admit it, that's fine. No, my dating life's been going pretty good. I'm pretty proud about something, actually. I'm 25, and I recently hooked up with a 42-year-old woman. Thank you, yeah. And if you didn't uh, apply for that, you didn't grow up on MILF porn, so I'm sorry. (laughs) But uh, my favorite thing about hooking up with a, a 42 year old as a 25 year old is uh, telling people I hooked up with a 42 year old. I love the reaction that I get, but also it's a little scary, right? Cause I'm like, whoa, I'm doing it for the shock value. But like, well, I need to keep hooking up with like older and older people <laughs> just to get that same reaction. Like in a month, I bring some chick around and my friends are like, oh, how'd you meet bar club? I'm like, mm, nursing home. Bingo night! <laughs> she just looks so good in her adult diaper. Mwah! <laughs> no. My friends are like, we're doing jello shots. I'm like, oh, that's what she had for breakfast this morning, jello. <laughs> that's all Maude is gonna have, jello. <laughs> but it's annoying, you know, I like dating older women, but I get a lot of crap for dating older women, like from my roommates and stuff. They're like, oh, it's so weird that you do that. That's not weird, okay? Guys, you know what is weird? is guys who only date younger women, right? Like guys who only date 18 year olds, we can get behind this, right? Right, because a guy dating 18 year old is just kind of going like, if I could date him younger, I would. (laughs) But it's illegal for, I'm just saying, you know it's true. Any guy dating an 18 year old definitely knows her birthday. (laughs) And he put it in his Google calendar like it's Creeper Christmas. I'm just saying, give me all the crap you want for dating older women, but it's never going to get me canceled, okay? Like, you are never going to see me go all, all like, Chris D'Olia in the news, like, notable comedian, Vishal Cow dates women well above the legal limit. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, cool, they said I was notable. <laughs> And you know what, I'm gonna take a stand, dude. I hate to use this word. I'm not gonna, okay, guys who, I, I'm gonna say, guys who only date younger women are kinda wussies, right? Cause like, you need more training to date older people, right? It's like in a video game. If you wanna be taking on a level 40, you better be crushing some level 25s, <laughs> right? Like, I'm on the final boss. R- my roommates are on level one, dude. I'm eating Bowser pussy. My, my roommates are still eating out those Goombas or whatever. <laughs> Sorry I said that word, but I know it's an outdoor show. But um, no, I was, I was seeing this chick for a while, but I, you know not to make this sad, but she left town. And so I was very sad about it, genuinely. And so I was really excited to be able to go talk to my therapist about it. And then um, he emails me the day before my appointment, this is true, he emails me and is like, hey, I'm gonna be out for the next two months. Uh, I'm getting open heart surgery. Yeah, I was pissed off. I was like, your heart's broken my heart's broken what about me so i went to go talk to my parents about it but they're indian and stuff and so i can't talk to them about relationships and dating but like they'll pick up on it like i told my mom i was like hey uh i'm sad because my friend left town and she goes okay and takes a beat and then out of nowhere she goes hey just want to remind you it would be great if you could marry an indian girl (laughs) Was your friend that left town Indian and a girl? Just checking. I did not have the heart to tell her Uh, it was a 42-year-old Jew. (laughs) Can you say Jew in today's day? I feel like I hit the J really hard, but I didn't. (laughs) No, I didn't mean it in a bad way. Um, Yeah, it's okay. She was not Palestinian, but (laughs) I can change it. no. It sucks breaking up with women, though, right? Because, like, I feel like, like, well, ladies, like, you always end up winning in breakups, right? Like, I remember I broke up with this chick. Two weeks later, I texted her. I was like, hey, how you doing after this breakup? And she was like, oh, I'm pretty good. I just met a bunch of rich dudes, and I went to Burning Man at <laughs> the time of my life. Which I assume meant she got boned by a bunch of rich dudes at Burning Man. But... <laughs> She was texting me back. She's like, what'd you do? And I'm like, well, definitely just lost this breakup. That's all I did. Um, yeah, how much more time do I have? When you ask, you have a minute, sweetheart. You're a professional. Okay, I'm so sorry. I, I thought, I didn't know what the rules were. Um, I wanted to riff with Josh for a second, but I know Josh, he's... Do your thing. I have no timer. Yeah. He's across the street. Um, let's talk about some other stuff. I don't know. My parents are pretty good. Uh, my parents have been making them more progressive over the years, which is nice. Like I remember they used to be, they're conservative Indians. They used to be against gay marriage. I spent years trying to convince them to like be for it. Uh, Finally, I talked to my dad a few months ago. I'm like, hey, how do you feel about gay marriage? He's like, oh, I'm for it. And I'm like, great, what changed your mind? Like hoping he would say like it was me and stuff. And he goes, well, I just watched a lot of modern family. (laughs) So if you ever feel like making your parents more progressive about stuff, try financing a sitcom. (laughs) If we want to put Black trans lives on the map, you know what we need? Move over, Modern Family. We need Moderner Family, starring Laverne Cox. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I'm getting older, though. It's cool. Like, uh, I'm 25. My relationship with my parents is changing. Like, um, uh, weird things are happening. Like, my parents will ask me for money. But the fuck, the messed up thing is, <laughs> my mom will ask me for money and then tell me to do stuff after. You can't do that. Like, there's no scene in The Godfather that's like, "Yo, Godfather, can I borrow a hundred grand?" And then after that, make sure you a- apply for an MBA and call your sister. That's a new one. That's fine. Uh, I don't know. I, I I realize I say a lot of vain stuff. I think I'm a vain person. You know, I was talking to my, like, I I, I I don't get the phrase like, you know, once you go black, you never go back. I don't understand that phrase. You know, like, I feel like that. You put too much credit on other people. I'm glad there's not that phrase for Indian people, you know? Because if a chick told me she thought I was good at banging, I'd be like, yeah, baby, because uh, once you go shawl, fuck them all. That's what I say. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'd be like, other Indian dudes got tiny schlongs, dude. I'm the only one that can bang. I told this to my African-American friend. He didn't like it. He's like, dude, you can't be bringing your ego into the minority movement. And he's like, and I'm like, well, I f- I don't feel like I have that with like Indian guys, you know, because we're, we're hella competitive and stuff, you know. It's like when Hasan Minaj got his show canceled, I was like, great, I'm available. <laughs> when uh when Aziz Ansari almost got canceled, I was like, sick. That article I wrote worked.
6: <laughs>
12: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm trying to be more more woke and stuff. It's a tough time. We're all trying to be more woke, you know, but it's hard, man. Um, I try to relate to other minorities, and it's very tough because I feel like I relate to white people too much. It's not good. I don't know. Every time I relate to a minority, the whites pull me back in. Like, I don't know, I go to a protest, right? And I'm like, oh, minorities, we're in this together. You know, the struggle is real. And then I go to a yoga studio, and I'm like, white people know me better than me. (laughs) Right? It's crazy. I eat chicken tikka masala. What I thought was the food of my people, right? And then I find out it was made by the British. And then for a second my dumb brain goes like, maybe colonialism, not so bad. <laughs> maybe take over again and we get chicken tikka masala too. Too fast, too curious. <laughs> Starring Bindaloo Diesel. <laughs> dumb. I know it's tough it's tough trying to be woke, man. I'm trying to be more woke. Here's the thing, like I can't wait until our this might be a risky Joke. I don't know if I could say it. this. Uh, this joke has swearing in it. Can I do this? Okay. Will you guys not tell? Like the commission or whatever? Okay. I'm trying to be more woke. It is tough. Here's the thing I can't wait until our technology gets woke, genuinely. Like, give me a woke Alexa, you know? So I don't get to think about being woke anymore. So I'm just like, hey, Alexa, play Remember the Time by Michael Jackson. Alexa's just like, why don't you remember the time he touched those kids? Ooh. We're like, hey Google, play The Cosby Show. Playing Dateline. Ah. <laughs> Teaching moment, just like Bill Cosby would have wanted. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's cool. Um, I feel like I'm doing, uh, I did pretty good. Uh, Josh, you want to like, uh, can, can we like play like a blues riff for a hot second, and then like freestyle over it. Would that be fun? Yeah, we'll do it for like a minute, and then I'll get off stage. Thanks, Pam. Oh, I've been up here forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, give me a topic, somebody. My name is Vishal. Is women's College. I once knew a girl. She made my world. She went to Mills College. That was a real place. That's a women's college. <laughs> That was a place. And guess what her race was? She was white. She was white. (laughs) I wasn't that good at this. I should have planned ahead before I volunteered to do something I wasn't good at. Let's, can you, uh? can we land this plane, dude? (laughs) Hey, one more time for Josh Cott, everybody. Yay. One more time for Pam. Thank you guys so much.
0: Envy shall Call, yay! He hasn't ever felt the blues because he went to Berkeley. So that's how that works. That's when I went to college my parents pay for it all. And I learned that I can do anything I want here. Because my name was Fischer oh, yeah. Oh, I'm 25. I've never felt pain. Oh, I'm 25 years old.
6: Oh.
0: He's a funny comedian, but he won't be the same at least he actually lives in his car at some point. You have to live in your car to be a real comedian. Burning, na burning, Live in your car or your van or whatever, yeah. It's hard to live these days. Cool. Yay, you're all still here. That's really exciting. I'm super excited for your next comedian. She is one of my favorite people in the Bay Area comedy scene. She used to run a show up at the saloon. I don't even know if the saloon still exists anymore. Uh, but she's still alive, and that makes me happy. Put your hands together, everybody, and clap them in a wild, slappy-like motion for Tracy Win! Yay! Yay! There's microphone. New condoms in there for you. Keeping the condoms fresh and safe here. <laughs> you just put it over the top, and yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. Tracy!
6: Yay!
13: Yeah, I learned how to do this in middle school, okay? This right here. Uh, so I recently had a birthday, I turned 33. Ah, Jesus, yeah. I'm 33 and still on this street corner, <laughs> yes. Recently also went through a breakup of five and a half years. Um, that's over a decade. Uh, sorry, that's over half a decade. It felt like a two full decades, to be honest. Um, I got to the point where um, I was involuntarily celibate in my relationship for the whole relationship almost. <laughs> I was doing intermittent sex fasting in the relationship. And I know Pam doesn't want to talk about, she does you don't want me to use the F word. Listen, I I I'm on the market again, and I'm a recruiter for work, so I'm treating it kind of like I'm building the pipeline right now, and uh, I'm 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 drilling for oil, and I'm also just you know trying to have fun, uh, and I'm on batch three right now. Batch one and two didn't work out. Um, batch three. Um, okay, well let's talk about batch one. Batch one was nuts. Batch one was, I was rebounding hard and I was not using protection. I know. And, um, you know, I'm okay, I'm still alive. I'm still alive. I'm not seeing him anymore and I am using protection now. But like, why did I have to wait till a pandemic to have a hot girl summer? You know what I mean? Like, why did I wait and like, why did I not get laid in my most fertile years? Like, why did I just wait? Why did I wait? I don't know. Because um, I was, <laughs> but yeah, so I was basically living in a convent of my own mind for the last five and a half years, just, like, trying to convince myself this man who, he fed me, he fed me, he, and he didn't, and you know what, he didn't even feed just my head. He fed my stomach um as well so that's really sweet um but uh i thought you know i thought we were gonna have kids even though like we would never do the act of making a child but i thought we were gonna have kids you know and um now i'm i'm doing a lot of prescriptions i'm on a lot of prescriptions right now and uh (laughs) it's fun you guys it's really fun i'm just like you know meeting people and it's like the first time every time and uh i'm not gonna mention what kind of prescriptions but y'all can guess um y'all can really guess it was hot in the 90s um and and now it's having a comeback um can i get can i get some guesses No. MDMA. Bingo. Oh, yay. Um, I only did it once, though, and it, was, it got, I couldn't take it. Yeah, I cried too much. Uh-huh. I wanted to hug everybody in my co-op. So, anyways, I moved out of my shared uh, living situation with my ex, and um, now I'm living with a woman as well. Yeah. Yes. I know, I miss living with a fucking conscientious woman i'm sorry i said that word i get another one and that's it right okay i gotta save it up then (laughs) i gotta save the juice up okay back to the dating batches okay so batch one didn't work out clearly that was like a mistake on my part and um guy from batch one did get me a massage gun for my birthday recently even though we are not seeing each other It's a gun that just releases tension in your back, and everybody in the police force needs one, all right? (laughs) Everybody who owns a gun needs a massage gun because that is a tense person. And um, I don't know where I'm going with this, to be honest. I wanted to tell you about all the men I'm seeing. Okay, I'll continue. Batch two, um, I started seeing a guy that I will only... I call him Gemini Daddy um, because he is a dad and uh, he's got two kids who don't live here with him. They're with his ex and um, I don't know if it's a love connection, but I did soil his sheets and I haven't seen him since. I soiled his sheets and I haven't seen him since. And if anyone knows a guy who is a Gemini with two kids, let me know because he's not answering my calls. Oh. Anyway, um, I, you know, I had forgotten for over a decade that I was a squirter. Y'all, I had forgotten. Like I did it in college and I just never did it again. And now I've, You know, but um, I'm also realizing that I'm into BDSM. I'm into the B part. The other stuff I'm like kind of not even dipping my toes in yet, Um, but I'm glad that I waited this long to get into kink. Like I didn't think that I'd be a long time San Francisco resident and not be into kink. Yeah. (laughs) yo i've lived here for like nine years i know i know i'm like a i'm like a, am going through puberty i'm going through i'm going through sf puberty right now yeah 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 um uh i okay in about 10 seconds i'm gonna do a song for you and um i'm almost like loving performing with the mask. like i don't really want to show my face right now i'm so ashamed (laughs) I am so, you know, this is my first outdoor show in like seven months, and I only did like two or three Zoom shows uh, leading up to this. Ooh. That's, a, that's the gun. That's, that's, the, mass- so- that's the massage that's gun.